through clarity. Hello, hello. Welcome to Under the Table Talk with yours truly, Sierra and Ethan. Brought to you by the Believe Network. Let's get into it. That's the neck of your life. What is up, party people? Welcome back to another episode of Under the Table Talk. Please allow me to introduce you to your host, the perky, perceptive person, Sierra Speck. That's me. I don't know what person is. It's not an adjective. I think it's a noun. Person, place, or thing is a noun. Okay. So, like, the word person. It just... Yeah, you know, I, I do have three more for our guest today. We have an awesome guest today coming all the way from Thailand. I'm telling you, this show keeps going international. We're international, We baby. are absolutely international. Um, so come from Thailand, Zach Wade, buddy of mine that I grew up with. And uh, on the topic of international, do you have a favorite place you've traveled to that you would consider living at? Or what would be like the top three countries you'd like to visit? Um... So my international travel hasn't really been anything extensive. The only place really, like, big that I've been was Costa Rica, which is amazing. <laughs> best which place. Is, best place. Which is just, like, I like barely international. Barely I, I, international. But, I mean, like, out no, of America. There's no, inter, there's no international shaming here, but you really have only been to, like, Mexico and Costa Rica, it sounds like. Mexico and Costa Rica. I've been to the Bahamas. You know, I've been on this half you of the You literally hemis- have only the, been to the, the Caribbean. <laughs> Yeah, so I've been on this half of the hemisphere. I've been, you know, it's fine. But I actually, I don't know if I told you, I just, I think Thursday night, so a few short days ago, I bought a one-way ticket to Rome. There you go. I actually did weirdly know that from... Did I tell you? No. Nadine brought it up uh, yesterday. I was just in San Diego, freshly back from San Diego. I don't even think I've told Nadine. She mentioned that you were going. So I don't... Oh, well, yeah. I knew you were going. I at least knew you were going, but so does that mean Rome make your list of three places you would, like, have dreamed to go to? No. No. Um, It's one of those things where I wanted to go to Europe, and I had this plan to go, but there was going to be, like, six or eight of us girls... And, like, one by one, they all just kind of slowly started dropping off. And I was just like, well, I'm not going to not go now because I've been hyped for months. So I was literally just, like, perusing. And there's, you know, like, you look at Europe, especially if you've never been, and you're, like, almost overwhelmed because there's so So many cities. I want to see them all. So, like, none of them are, like, crazy, crazy top of my list. But I know, I mean, Greece is top of my list. That's funny. Mykonos, Greece. That, that's on my list. But I feel like that's a whole separate trip. And I have a friend in Mallorca, so I, I'm just going to go and kind of just, like, peruse around a bunch of countries, like Italy, France, Mallorca, like, Barcelona, maybe Portugal. So, like, I just I started how you went around. from, like, countries to cities, like Barcelona. Oh, well, like, yeah, I met Spain, yeah, France, yeah. Italy. And I, my ticket was $200, by the way. So if anybody wants to go to Europe, they're really cheap right now. <laughs> uh, layover in London once in my lifetime, which I got very sick at, and then I've been That's to Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona's fantastic. Uh, Spain's great. So yeah, Greece and Italy are like my top two right now. If I could go to, it would be that. And then I'm kind of curious about the Swiss and the uh, the Swedes. For sure. I don't know why, but it's apparently very pretty people and pretty yeah. weather and just yeah. everything. Happiness. Happiness. They're just the number one rated Happiest in terms country. of happiness. Um, I do actually really want to go to Bali. Like, my goal is to, like, 
quit my job, work for myself, be able to travel whenever or wherever I want and go work remote in Bali for literally like a month with like all my best girlfriends and get like a mansion house for like dirt cheap. That'd be sick. And we'll get more into Thailand with Zach as we bring him on right now. Catch you in a sec. Welcome back, party people. I am super stoked to have one of my oldest friends on the show. We have the perfect professional and profound Zach Way. Woo! Wow, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so I have to do adjectives every episode, and it has to be alphabetical each week. So we're on the P's. I was, uh, I had a basketball game today. It was, uh, it was in a haste that I pulled those out for you, but I, I feel somewhat proud. Speaking of a P. Speaking of a P. Um, we like to start the show, Zach, usually asking about a potential bad first day to, or a great one, but I'm actually more curious because for everybody listening, Zach is coming from Thailand right now. And I wanted to know, you've been there for six years, maybe even a little bit more. What like what was the dating scene like? I know you went there single at least, maybe, I'm thinking. And what was it like? I'm just curious what it's like to date internationally, especially when you're living there. It's not like you're going celibate for six years. I mean, you could. Or you uh, could. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, of all places. So I actually did come to Thailand six years ago with a girlfriend. Oh, um, but that was right okay. after university and... You know, I was only planning on being here for a few months. I wasn't planning on being here for even one full year. So when I decided to stay here longer, staying in a relationship, you know, halfway around the world wasn't really a good idea for me or the other person. So anyways, yes, I have been dating here. Um, I mean, dating in, dating in Southeast Asia, dating in Asia in general, I think is a little bit different than dating in the States. But Thailand, of all places, sure. is also uh, quite different. Um, you know, by being a foreigner, you're you're someone of interest, someone people might be interested in just getting to talk to and get to know a little bit better. Um, but overall, I'd say the dating, the dating scene here, it's, like, I guess for me, like, it's when you asked the first girl out, you took on a, like, were you on, are you on the apps? Was so like hinge, like, okay, okay, I see. So, I mean, I think using the apps out here is definitely a good move, um, especially because like, it's okay. a, I think Got it's a good filter. It's a good thing you can use. So, you know, I'd say Tinder out here has totally fallen off the deep end. Like, it's like a pretty uh, much one I feel like purpose, that's also I feel like that's a state thing. Yeah. To I mean, we all know what Tinder is. Like, Tinder is very transactional at this point. But, yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I don't think I, yeah, I haven't, don't think I've been on that app for, for multiple years. That's, a, that thing kind of just died. Um, for sure. You know, I, I actually had a friend come visit me from the States not too long ago, about six months ago, and they were telling me that Hinge is all the craze in the States. I never yeah. even heard about it. I'd yeah. say that the go-to ones out here, Bumble's pretty huge. Okay. Um, wow. and, yeah. And then there's a couple of like Thai local ones, you know, like Thai friendly and things like that. Thai but farmers. I, I gotta, Thai farmers. Thai farmers. Thai, Thai farmers. I'll be honest. I don't know if the farmers out here are going to be on those dating apps. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, not. yeah, my, my first year here, I was actually out in uh, the countryside and the farmlands. And this is kind of what got me like really into loving Thailand and Thai culture so much because I was around like, it was the first time I had been around people that were living off of like a couple hundred bucks a month. Like I'm talking like two to $400 a month to feed oh, yeah. themselves, their families, their kids. Yet these were like the happiest people I'd ever stumbled across. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, we grew up in the suburb of Chicago, you know, all around all this like excess and everything available all the time. And yet you have all these people with problems and they're so unhappy and they have all these issues and I'm on the other side of the world. And I know people living off of, I mean, literally like two, $300 a month. And they're some of the happiest people always willing to lend a helping hand. Um, so these are the kind of things that got me really into Thailand. 
you know, there's definitely the, the perks of the dating, which I can get more into. Cause I mean, being a foreigner, being a, being a foreigner, you know, being, being a guy who has never really struggled in the dating scene. And then I've been able to pick up a fair amount of tie. I mean, dating, it's, it's kind of like a faucet out here. I'd say you turn it on and turn it off when you want to get involved. There's, it's kind of as much as you want can be there. And if you don't want to get involved, it's not there at all. But uh, that's, that's like a secondary so thing. To why. I wish great. I could faucet my dating. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like out here just like struggling. I'm like, hi, excuse me. Like, can you please help me out? Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a little different for the two of us under here, but uh, you, you have always been a suave man and uh, I can vouch for that. I guess like, I'm curious because, I want to know kind of going back, we we just had Matt on, a mutual buddy of ours who actually sparked the idea of bringing you on the show. What you did is a leap pretty much no one takes where we're from and pretty much in this country. I feel like you moving to Thailand was such a bold play. I'm curious, was Thailand, I know you didn't say you expected to be there a year slash more than that, but was Thailand the first choice? Like what went into your decision process to picking an international place to go to after college instead of taking the traditional route of getting a job here in the United States. Like what was your process as you were leaving college? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. And, you know, I won't give myself that much credit because I'll say luck played a huge role into this situation. Um, basically it was my final year of university and I was playing college baseball. I was finishing up, um, you know, two different majors at the same time. So I was incredibly busy and I wasn't really planning for my future too much. I just needed to get done what was in front of me. Um, and I had a housemate at the time who was like, Hey, my parents are on my back. I need to get a job. I need to figure out what I'm doing. You know what? I'm going to look for teaching uh, jobs abroad. I don't want to be here, blah, blah, blah. And basically he stumbled upon a website, you know, be a teacher in Thailand. You go through an application about yeah. three paragraphs yeah. long, you send it in and you're like, yes, I want to be a teacher. I speak English. Good. And basically within, <laughs> no way. Yeah. I, I literally had to send a video like this, like me looking at the camera, like, Hello, I'm Zach. <laughs> I speak English. Like, yeah, it's pretty funny. Oh my um, God, but basically, so funny. Yeah, my, my housemate decided to go on this trip and he's like, yeah, Zach, come along with me. And I didn't really have any solidified plans. You know, I had plan A for what I thought I might do after university, but we're so far from there. That never happened. So basically my, my housemate signed up to come to Thailand and I was like, okay, I'll sign up to um, see what it could be like. And awesome. I signed up and I mean, I am totally... Again, I'm a bit lucky here. I didn't know where I was going. I couldn't point out Thailand on a map. I, I barely knew where I was going whatsoever, but I knew I wanted to go on a little bit of an adventure um, before starting my, my real life. So one person turned into two and eventually turned into a group of six, um, you know, five guys and one girl. We all came here together. Oh my um, gosh. I would never, if yeah. I told my friends that, I was like, guys, I'm going to go. They'd all be like, all right, see you never. Like, I would yeah, never I mean, be able like, to get a band of six people to be like, let's do it. I was going to say, yeah. you know the boys I hang with, you know none of those people are leaving the United States, let alone from yeah. Deerfield or Chicago. So Wait, where did you go to college? I went to DePaul University, uh, the oh. one with the W. With yeah, 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 in Indiana. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That was funny. I had there a friend go. that went to Indiana. Good job. I don't know where nice, that was. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. They're, they're the Tigers, right? Something. Yeah, boy. Dude, our DePaul facts. We don't do research, but it's like we we're looking good right now. I had a friend that went yeah. there. So I have a I I know. Okay, how long? I'm I'm so curious because I I even coming to LA for me was a culture shock, and I really did it on a whim. Like I 100 woke up one morning was like we're just doing it. So I know how long it took awesome. me to kind of get into place, and it sounds crazy, but like really took two full years for me to like be like okay, I can be this LA person. I can't like how 
fast do you feel like you needed to adapt or were you able to like kind of weed through the culture shock and like just pick up your bearings at your own pace when you went over to Thailand? Like, do people speak, this is a stupid question, but like, do a lot of people know English over there? Well, he's going to, these are, these are, these are great questions and I'm, I'm far out of the teaching space. Um, But anyway, (laughs) so we'll start, we'll start with the culture shock. So, I mean, Thailand is a developing nation. Um, You know, we used to say maybe like a second world nation or something. It's rapidly developing. You know, I'm in where I'm at right now. Like I'm in the heart of the city. Like if you look around, it kind of just looks like an international city. Um, But so before I came to Thailand, I was out on like all cities. I didn't like city life. I thought it was too busy. And then I came to Bangkok, which is like millions of people, super (laughs) hot, super loud. I mean, it's just all in your face. And when I I love how you didn't like cities and you went to Bangkok, Bangkok. like, well, it's like triple (laughs) New York. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it seriously is. And when I first came here, like we came off the plane, we were in Bangkok for a couple of days before we went off to like our beach town to go get taught how to be teachers. (laughs) <laughs> um and and then I was like this is disgusting it's terrible I want nothing to do with this place I can't stand it at all um but then I told you like all the endearing parts of the countryside yeah. that that's what made me realize how I could come to Bangkok and live a life here but the culture I mean it's there's a lot of things that are very different just like the everyday interactions um and you know like for example I love the question about English because like in America right? I feel like you're taught it's like don't make fun of someone's accent. Everyone speaks English the same. And that's the right way. Like, you know, saying someone's accent's different is weird. But you know what I could never order in Thailand? I could never order a pepperoni pizza because people would look at me and they'd be like, what are you talking about? If I want a pepperoni pizza, and this would be the polite, correct, 100% way to do it. I would be like, oh, can I have a pepperoni pizza? Like you have to say it with like an accent. Because right? like, that's, the, that's the way a Thai person would say it in English. So you have to use their, pizza. their English. Yeah. They, is it like their pizza. best attempt of being Italian? Like, yeah. it's a Mia Mario. <laughs> Give me the pizza. Yeah. pizza. No, it's just, uh, you know, it's like I'm not on my computer. I'm on my computer. It's just like uh, how their their accent translates. And so they're, just they're, they're, little... not, they're not goading you at all. They're not like, well, we just want to hear you no. kind of be. Kind of like, this was one of the biggest like culture shock things, man, because it was Dude, like if I try to do it the American way. I, can't, I have a bunch of stories about this, but it's like, uh, yeah, you have to use the Thai accent. And like, you know, I might botch some of these numbers here, but I believe it's like the Thai alphabet has about 44 consonants and like 20 vowels. And Jesus like, they right. do not, they do not match up to English. Right. So it's like, right. so that's a lot of vowels sounds. for Vanna White to spin in, in, Wheel of For- in Thailand's <laughs> Wheel of Fortune. Fortune. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. That'd be a crazy game out here. And <laughs> only, unreal. Actually, that would be crazy too, because Thai language, like, the consonants are written from left to right, but the vowels can go They're Jewish. <laughs> they, the, <laughs> the vowels go like before the letter, below, above, in front. So like the language is read kind of like in circles. So that would be a crazy Wheel of Fortune show. That'd be wild. That's pretty wild. A literal wheel. I'm actually very impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a literal wheel of fortune. It would, be, it would be weird if I wasn't impressed with how much you know. And again, you've been there for many years at this point. Like. I'm not going to call you fluent. Maybe you, you're about to tell me you are. Like, how good are you? He said he knows a little bit. Oh, he only knows. Like, are you li- listening? No, wow. no, no. I, and this I, is why so she's when it comes to, Yeah, when it comes to reading and writing, that's where I would say I'm at like a kindergarten level. But when it comes to speaking and listening, yeah, when it comes to speaking and listening, I um, pr- pretty good. I mean, I have some You know if you're being called here. like a douche or like a fuck boy or like a, like this asshole over okay, here. Like, here's, here's how I, I, I could spend a day using just Thai language. 
and I could get around. I could do everything I needed to. That's yeah. Impressive. I mean, this checks out. You yeah, so much for coming years. at me about the little thing. Like that's He's that, if, if you put me in Thailand so, right now, it, I'm fucked. Well, no shit. Yeah, the the reading and writing. I mean, it, it's an entirely different language. Like, there's no letter A. You know, there's there's all these yeah. different they're different characters. They look totally different. Like the first time you look at it, I mean, it's the same way that like Chinese or Japanese or Korean looks to us, right? We're just like, what are these symbols? Yeah, like, there, there's no. That's yeah. Not... So I mean, so, my. Yeah. Have you when you went when you started there and you were in Bangkok, have you now? ventured to like other parts of thailand and lived in different parts or have you just kind of stayed in like the city life or the, like or oh, the rural we get, area we've traveled all around the country it's yeah. it's not that uh it's not very big right we've Wait, been, you know, we been are all six of you still there oh no now it's me and two other guys two of the original hey, wait, hang on okay yeah, it's like last man was, standing yeah <laughs> well Last man standing. I mean, it's interesting because at this point, like, I would say I live in Thailand. Like, I, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm American. I love America. It's an amazing country. One of the best in the world. Um, no interest in coming back. Like, I. When's the last time you were back? Being, I was. I was just home actually. I just visited um, <laughs> okay. some of my family. Well, because I my my stepsister just had a baby, so I had to meet the new the newest oh, member of the family. Aaron had a baby. Yeah. Aaron had a baby. Yeah, we're holy we're shit. Adults, I know. Oh we were sitting God. at the dinner table, Aaron, Barry, and I, and the baby and Aaron's husband Not were out. sitting there, like, yeah, and we're like, so, like, if something happens, like, who's in charge? Like, what, what are we supposed to do here? <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, your uncle Zach now. See, but you get to be the yeah. fun. The uncle. <laughs> and you're, you're kind of like the mystery I'm, one, too. Like, you're I'm all the way in Thailand. Yeah. So whenever I come home, I can bring home little, you know, treats or whatever. And I was going to say, you send like, he's like, yeah, I got this uncle. He just always sends me like Thailand gifts. I'm like, I don't know if I the value of it yet, but they will when they get older. They will. They'll be cultured. Yeah, they'll they'll be cultured. (laughs) Just a little. Just Just a little little bit. Well, congrats on that. Shout out Aaron and Barry. Yeah, that's amazing. I go way back with them as well. I don't know. That's where our roots go. That's where where our roots go, Zach. Um, I, so... It's not like you living there. Do you have a passport there now? Are you like a dual citizen? Or are you still technically getting, getting your citizenship is really, really difficult um, here. Oh, really? You have to like a like I, I believe it's like five year process. Um, Thai, no. Thai people, you know, one thing that we could talk about this, too, because you're about to do all this traveling. But like living in another country and kind of seeing like what other people do in their home country and seeing how proud people can be of their own country like thai people are incredibly proud to be thai like their national anthem yeah. talks about how oh, how yeah. proud they are to be thai people the thai people are enduring strong prosperous kind friendly like they've never been able to be you know taken over by another country they have a lot of like national pride which i think is actually a great thing when you live in any yeah. country right there's nothing wrong with actually loving your country that's amazing you know, i won't go into american politics and whatnot but it's very interesting to see yeah. out here yeah um, yeah like, yeah. yeah, save that for later. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's a whole we'll wait for the election yeah, to come no, back. I'm definitely, I'm definitely not looking to get canceled here today and under yeah, under the table. Yeah, we, we, we battle it all the time. We work our ass off to not yeah, get, we, I have to catch her. Around. It's a whole thing. It's, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. You're only canceled if you let yourself be canceled. And, that's and see, that's just the wrong attitude. You're canceled. If you're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the people I work with, you're instantly canceled if you're canceled. But, uh, no, that's I can't believe it's a five year process. I'm glad they're proud. I'm that's actually so crazy. right now. This is the one way I do things. I am Googling top tie facts. I was about to see if there was any gold medal winners or like what would you say is cricket the predominant sport in Thailand? No, uh, Dr. Google Soccer? failed you there. 
Muay what? Thai. Boxing. Oh, that's oh, well, Muay Thai. You talk about being canceled. I didn't want to. In Thai, like, I didn't want to go. Thai. It's Muay Thai. Like, yeah, I mean, Muay Thai. No, it's Brazilian a, it's wax isn't necessarily everybody in Brazil has their strip cleared. Like, I don't know what. <laughs> their strip yeah, You cleared. know what I mean. But like, that's what yeah, I was being protective. Semi. Sure. Yeah. So Muay Thai, Muay Thai is pretty huge out here. That's probably the sport they're the best at. Um, Are you getting into that I at believe- all or? Yeah, are you a fighter now? I, I did some I did some Muay Thai back in the day. Um, but I I broke my wrist falling off of a falling off of a scooter for the first time. And then oh, I no. went back to training too soon. And before my wrist was fully healed healed, like I went to punch the bag and like I just felt this no. sensation go through my whole body. And yeah. I was like, Oh, that didn't feel good. And no. I, I had no idea I broke it the first time. Um, because I was in a not not the best, you know, motorcycle accident. And then I went to the doctor and the doctor's like, oh, you have such bad luck. Like you broke your wrist twice in the same spot. Oh like, my God. Oh, okay, cool. God. Yeah. So then he, uh. yeah. So he asked me, he's like, oh, are you here to be a Muay Thai fighter? Which no, I was not. He's like, this injury is like the kiss of death. He's yeah, like, you, yeah. He's like, you're done. Yeah. If that was your goal, yeah. you might as well go back to America. Oh now. no, I can't do it anymore. I mean, I, <laughs> pepperoni I it's, pizza it's, makes me yeah, do better. Pepperoni pizza. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So Sports are becoming a bigger thing out here. They're starting to get more into sports, but I mean, it's expensive to play sports. You have to pay for equipment. You have to pay for fields. You need to have the right weather to play it. And let's not forget, like right now is rainy season. The sky will absolutely open up for a couple hours each day. Let's go. And then, you know, there's four seasons here. It's like rainy season, hot season, very hot season, and like super (laughs) effing hot season. It's like hot one. Yeah, it's like, it's literally the hot ones competition. You just start from rainy and work your way up to super hot. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. I had no idea. Yeah, so the sports infrastructure, it's it's getting a lot better. Um, I mean, like, for example, the Thai national baseball team, they're they're getting a lot better. Um, You know, they, they went from what I would say we're like an average high school team in America. And now they're, they're actually putting some money into the program. They're getting some better athletes. Um, they just need to figure out kind of the development and things like that a bit more. Um, but how responsible are you for, how responsible are you for them getting better? I mean, so there was a time when I was helping out to coach the Thai national baseball team for a little bit. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Um, Yeah. So that was, that was a pretty cool experience. I mean, you know, I was working for 16 bucks a day, um, just going out to the middle of nowhere to their field, to the national team stadium, which for a national stadium, it might not be what you'd expect. Um, but nevertheless, it was a super cool experience. Better or worse than Deerfield? Would Coach, would Coach <laughs> Marsh be okay with the field? Um, it's a playable baseball field for sure. All right. Oh, okay. well, hey, play yeah. I mean, Deerfield sometimes doesn't seem that playable. I mean, you had grass going all the way to first base. I mean, that's a tough yeah. one. That is a yeah, job. Okay, did. wait, here's my other question. So since you've been over there for six years, have you done any like traveling over there, like anywhere like around Asia or like into Europe? Or like, have you done any of like your own trips well, the, since you've been there? Yeah, yeah, of course. So since I've been here, I've been able to travel around like Southeast Asia and Asia a bit in the during our during our downtime. So one thing that's really cool about Bangkok is I, I believe this is the fact. It's like Bangkok is within four hours of more international cities than any other country in the world so like it's a great oh, international sick. hub and it's really no easy to travel wow. out of and then i've been so able to easy like to, i was gonna say so is it easy to travel out of thailand but... yeah there's flights going everywhere and everyone wants to come here too i mean it's beautiful it's cheap 
it's good weather. The islands are insane. The mountains yeah. are ridiculous. I mean, you know, and for a lot of people, the people are super kind, friendly, you know, people are absolutely gorgeous. Um, so it's, it's a great place to come to. Everyone wants to come here and it's an easy place to leave from as well. Um, I know I, and then also, I want to go to Bali. Man, you keep yeah. mentioning these gorgeous people in, uh, in, in Bali or not Bali in Thailand. Like, did you have to take a little examination when you flew over there? Like, Hey, this is, I know you were getting yeah. in wicked shape. I remember that Before whole transition. You did you like yeah, pose? Before you get on the, you like, do a face muscle, scan. A little face oh, scan. Put the shirt on for you guys. Yeah. You have the right to make sure you're symmetrical right proportions, The jawline coming yeah. out. Well, I didn't, but the um, traveling for surgery is really popular out here. There's a lot of body modification going on. You know, we're we're in Asia. You think in breast um, so augmentation? You can get some augmentations for pretty cheap <laughs> out here. There's some pretty world-renowned doctors. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, people, you know, people get the nose job. They they. They cut their slits of their eyes a little bit to make them a little bit wider. You know, what? there's other. Hey, you haven't heard about that yeah. surgery? Really? That's crazy. Ethan, this is so. F- I had the same exact reaction to this when but I. But you first didn't know about, about it either. It's How a the full fuck? Thing. Knows? I feel like that's racist in doctors. Wait, what? You... No, it's just yeah. Not so what they I, were. I had this is I. I stopped teaching like barely over my first year here, but this is like my last time as a teacher. I had they had a student in my class. You know, this this young lady, super nice, very very nice from like a wealthy Chinese family and like the very white delicate skin. And she had like all this like surgery done to her face. I, I didn't really know at the time. So I'm just like a young guy. I'm not really like looking at, it. I have no idea. I'm like, yeah. we leave the classroom. And one of the other teachers goes like, can you believe how much surgery she has on her face? And I was like, what are you talking about? I didn't even notice it. And she's like, Oh, look at her nose. Look at her eyes. Look at, you know, look at her jaw. And I was like, huh, what? what and now, now when I see her, I'm like, Oh my God, you're like, Frankenstein kind of person here. That, Beautiful that sounds like Frankenstein. Yeah. The isolate thing is the most bizarre thing I've ever heard. You had to like open, make their eyes wider. I know, but that again feels like that just uh, culturally sounds. So I mean, I, I, do what you want to do, I guess. I don't know. So I would I would love to to say this because you say like, oh, it seems like it would be like culturally insensitive. Like one thing that I absolutely love about Thailand, or this is my experience here, is there's like. There's no pressure for, for political correctness. There's no one policing your language. Thai people are very like direct and they'll say how it is. Like there would be a normal conversation between mutual friends that are girls and they'd be like, oh, like you're so fat. And they'd be like, huh, yeah. And they just, they're fat. So they would say you're fat. Or they'd be like, oh, oh my like, God. You, you have permission to tell me I'm fat. I'm fat. Okay. I'll let her tell I'm like, me I'm fat. You, you you, can... I can just from your face, you don't look too fat. You look like you're in some decent shape. I'm He's work- doing well. I'm working on it. He's you know, well. two breakups in eight months will do that to your body. You the know, breakup diet. Yeah, you know you're I mean? just oh, well, going. To, to be honest, I you I thought you'd be in better shape with two breakups. That's a lot of fuel right there. Oh. Hey, there's the directness from Thailand. Yeah. Right what do you mean? Look at these dimples, uh, well, I'm, bro. I'm a, I'm a I always come too. in hot with the dimples. Like jaws yeah. getting there. I mean, let's go. We're. I mean, dating my... in LA, dude. I bet we are having exact opposite dating experiences. I imagine dating in LA versus dating in Thailand. I mean, we got to be just. Opposite I mean, ends if, of the you're, spectrum, if your yeah. dating scene is like a faucet, yeah, I was like, I, I would. It's probably more uh, honestly. The only way I could see it being that much different is at least your people are probably genuine, and everybody out here wants me to put them in a reality TV show or a fucking movie. So like, I'm getting used for my member. You're probably actually, oh, maybe they like the American member more, but I don't know. It's just like, yeah, I'm sure they're more genuine where you are. I mean. Oh my gosh, are we going to go into this? We can maybe touch this a little bit, but it's like when you think about like what you have to offer to like maybe like a local Thai person, right? So like 
let's say I, I work. By the way, you can go into floor. whatever you want to go in. I, <laughs> yeah. I, it's up to you. I won't, I won't get anything out of you that sounds like that you don't want out there. So this is all on you, whatever you want to say. Yeah, it's, I mean, this is how I feel, and I'll I'll stand by it. So it's hey, okay. Stand by, baby. I mean, you, look, you look at you look at uh, like what you have to offer someone. So like, let's say it's like a uh, they're a standard, a regular Thai family or whatnot. They got a university degree, and then their first job out of college, they're making between like five and seven hundred dollars a month, right? And then there's like a foreigner who comes in, and you know, hopefully, you're making a little bit more money than that. And if you want to like combine your families or whatnot, it's like you can offer potentially a better life for that person and for their family as well. So when it comes to the dating scenes, like you actually have a quite a good offer to give someone in a relationship, right? It's not as like transactional where it's like, put me on a TV show, get me Instagram likes. It's like, you know, if you're a good person and our fan and our values align, it's like, you can literally help change the course of an entire family. Um, right. Just by having access to different Significantly things. More genuine than what like, I, again, what's happening so here. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's so very, awesome. yeah. And like, you know, there's, and also like Thai people are so kind and friendly and sweet. It's like, you don't have to be some super rich, impressive person to get, to get a date. It's like, you treat someone with respect and you're kind and you take care of them and their family. Then all of a sudden, like you'll, you'll get their endearment and their respect. Um, just, so yeah, I mean, you the, just moved to Thailand. I know. Our, I'm like, okay, our, like, so goes up. booking my, yeah, I mean, my flight, getting my date over. We, yeah, we have I mean, to take an under the table tour because we have been doing shows from all over the world and we always get the invite to come on over. I mean, if we actually did an under the world or under the table world tour, that'd be hilarious. That'd be hilarious. We'd I mean, different tables in different countries, baby. Thailand, the only expensive thing in Thailand or the only thing about the trip to Thailand is the plane ticket. But once you're here, yeah, once you're I here, mean, you can, you can live like a king for pretty cheap. And if you have some money, you can live like absolute royalty for like a standard American rates. Um, That's so funny. Oh, absolutely. I believe it. I, I see it all the time. I, we don't have to go deep into detail about your like bike accident, but like Matt, who was on last week, um, and actually weirdly Sierra's gotten to know Matt really well. It's a very weird binding of my worlds, but he was in a bike accident. And then I had friends who studied abroad in Thailand or in Southeast Asia. All of them crashed their motorcycle. How is it? What is the curse there? It's like Montezuma's yeah, so revenge, but in Thailand. It's for anyone who rides motorcycles. I, I wish you guys the best and the most safety. And my, my best friend out here rides a motorcycle every day, um, despite, you know, my my wishes for him. But uh, it's not. There's those who have been in an accident and those who haven't been in one yet. Uh, motorcycles oh, are incredibly shit. dangerous, man. I mean, oh, they're sure. Well, so, yeah, I knew that in general, but it seems more yeah, dangerous it, in Thailand. I mean, there's, there's, <laughs> yeah, getting, getting your driver's license and whatnot, it's a totally different process. It's not as formal. Um, there's no cops on the street. There's basically no rules when you're driving a car. I mean, there's traffic going both directions on both sides. I mean, there Do are some rules. you have a car there? After, well, this is, oh my gosh, after my third motorcycle accident, I got a car. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So no, my, was my, the motorcycle my third, your scooter accident or is a motorcycle different than a scooter? It's a third that's so I had it. I had a scooter, like a, you know, a little scooter the first time. And that was oh, the first God. time I fell. And that one, that one was brutal. That one See, sucked. I was I had picturing a, a bird this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was uh, picturing like a scooter, like a, like a, like a, no, bird, oh, like, like a razor oh. scooter that used to kill your ankles from like the 1990s. No, no. I, the Vespa's closer. Okay. And yeah. then I had a motorcycle for a little bit. Um, and then my last accident was just brutal. It was like, I didn't do anything wrong. Some a double-decker bus decided to swerve across six lanes of traffic. Um, and I was, I was going full speed and I had a car next to me. So like 
slamming on the brakes on a motorcycle is just not an option. No, you can't no. scale the back wheel. Yeah. Yeah. So I just saw this bus come in. I was going straight and I just had, oh, that, that was the worst. Um, Wait, did you go into the side anyway, of the bus? Oh my God. Bus. Yeah. The bus came inside. Oh my God. I could, that moment of just the bus coming closer and it's like, it's about to hit my handlebar, about to hit my handlebar. Then it hit it death wobble and just fell on over. I mean, I, you know, thank, thank all that be that I made it through that day. Thank um, God. Thank yeah. all that. I'm with the, oh my God. Holy and shit. then, in, then in, in the most high fashion after, I mean, like, you know, a couple cars stop behind to help me get the bike off the road. Then they just kind of like leave me there with the bike. And then I have to, I have to ride that bike. I thought they were half, nice people. Half a mile. I well, thought they were genuine the, humans. Yeah. Bangkok, Bangkok's a little different on a major high and on a major road. Everyone's trying to get to work. I was yeah. kind of laughing because when you said in Thai fashion, I like for some reason went to like four or five people pulled out a stretcher from like a nearby store. They rolled you <laughs> over onto the stretcher and like in a movie scene to just go like waddling out with you on the stretcher. I don't know where that came from, that but, like I, a cartoon. but I think, it was very cartoonish. Like, that's, that's actually that's actually pretty accurate, though. I mean, Thai people are so helpful and friendly, but exactly. like. Bangkok, Bangkok can be so much different than like the outskirts of it. I mean, ba- like the speed of life in a city is so fast, even in Bangkok. And there's even times where I find myself kind of losing touch with the things I love the most about Thailand for what made me stay here. Cause I mean, now like I'm in, you know, I'm in the hustle and bustle, you know, I'm out here trying to make more money, build a program, working two jobs, you know, trying to, trying to build a life for myself out here. But yeah, like, sometimes you it gets hard there, to like, slow for the down. Rest of your life. Ooh, I, a- I could be. I mean, I yeah. so I got I got really lucky. Um, again, a lot of a lot of the reason I'm here. So look, uh, where you are in your life is a combination of like taking advantage of your opportunities, being ready when things are there, and a bit of luck, right? Like everyone has to acknowledge it. I I think so. And now I work at an international school, and it's it's rated one of the top schools in the world. Um, and I didn't even know these international schools existed in the whole um like ecosystem of them but now that i'm here and i'm living abroad like i could see myself working at inter- an international school i'm um, in a different country someday but okay. i yeah i'm definitely going to be abroad um for a very long time yeah. i mean i you know i'd say right now i'm working on trying to you know build up part of my life build up a foundation so that i can eventually you know find a good partner you know get married have a family all those types of things um but i do imagine it'll be outside of the states i could definitely see myself having an, an international partner um, I've had this idea since I was in college, even before I even traveled, like I would love wow. to have a partner where we could speak, we could speak freely wherever we are. So that would mean we'd be speaking multiple languages. Um, That's really because cool. I just oh, think yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it would be a really <laughs> cool thing to do, like just to be in America and just be like behind someone who, you know, smelled really bad and just be there with like my Thai partner and just be like, oh, my God, this person smells so bad. Make a joke. And they, <laughs> yeah. oh, what do you say? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before I be before ask. Before I ask for your like advice about something, how does Leslie feel about this? If you have your whole family across the globe, is Leslie in on you? Her grandchildren being Leslie's his mother. mother. Shout That's out my Leslie. mom. Shout out Leslie Wade. That's my mom. Absolutely, yeah. One of yeah, my favorite people girl. of all time. Still runs into my dad at the grocery store all the time. Um, I always yeah. get those texts. It's hilarious. He's like, "You'll never guess who I ran into." It's like, no, it's, <laughs> it's Leslie. You tell me every time. He is just the sweetest, funniest guy. He wishes you the best. <laughs> I get the same text, dude. Um, so I got lost in the parents thing. What, what was your question? I, again? I know. Sorry. Oh, what does my back. mom think about it? What does my mom think about it? Um, she hates them on the other side of the world. Knew that um, had to be an easy answer. Makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any mom um, I mean, she's, yeah, she's got, she's got a dog. She's taken care of it at home and, you know, she's absolutely good. loves that dog more than anything. But I, I mean, I, I, I get it from her perspective. Like I, I want her to come here. I want her to be here. One thing they do so well in Asia is like family units actually stay together. And it's like, actually like oh, a thing so cool. of pride for your kids to like come back and stay with you until like they're ready to move on. It's not like 18 out of the house. You're a loser. It's like, stay with your family, build your life. And then like, if you're a man, maybe you'd like go out, find a partner. And then what your family would do is like, they build another lot to the compound and then the family unit stays together. Oh, and then as the family cute. expands, the compound gets bigger. Yeah. And I, I absolutely love it. I, I think America absolutely drops the ball there. We do that incredibly totally. wrong. It's abs- Honestly, I think, I think it's one of the biggest mistakes that is part of American culture. Cause I mean, just having a family unit together I mean, it's, it's cheaper. You're not paying for multiple houses. You don't have to get two cars for every house. You can share three cars amongst three families or whatnot, right? Yeah. You know, poor yeah. resources. If you have kids, you don't have to pay for childcare because you have multiple generations that are staying there. Um, you know, it's easier to, for someone to go to the store and buy a bunch of bulk groceries and then a few of the people of the family cook together. Um, so it's just crazy. a great way to, to set up your life. Yeah. That's why I like That's also it. the other thing that I love about traveling, like, is just like immersing yourself in the culture of like all the different places. Like when I went to Costa Rica, it was like kind of a similar, like it's very, it's not very developed. Everyone's all about their family and like making do with like the resources that they have. And like, we're all just like fucking greedy here. And it was just so like beautiful to see all these other people experience like their different cultures and just like such a different way. It's like so cool. You, you guys make it sound so wholesome. And I'm just thinking of my trip to Barcelona. I'm just seeing women with no tops on at the beach. And I'm like, <laughs> I won't even take my top off in LA. Like, I don't, maybe I should ingrate or learn from them. But I mean, you guys are wholesome. That is wild. But I, I honestly, the reason I asked you that question is because I think the biggest tug of war in your life will be when kids become part of the equation. And I, I know how my mom would react to being countries other parts of the globe away i feel like that will be a bit of a war i feel like you're probably mentally prepared i mean i yeah for sure i mean my mom always tells me like she wants three things like she wants somewhere that's warm near me and within her budget which makes sense right and i was like if only there was a place that was near me warm and like you're really cheap to live in i was like if only, if only we could think of the place that's like but, so, I mean, I so hard i understand her too like she doesn't want to you know she's not going to learn thai she's not going to come out here and learn the language she doesn't want to go somewhere where she's not sure if her english will be understood everywhere because it's not it's not understood everywhere i mean you like yeah. it can be challenging to communicate sometimes if you don't have any any thai language under your belt it's not there's a lot of people who speak a lot of english but it's not it's not bulletproof, right? You can't speak English everywhere all the time or you're yeah. going to run into some funny situations. Pulling out that translate, you know. Absolutely. This is what I mean. Can you speak into yeah. this, please? Um, <laughs> For real. Anyways, we wrap up the show with a segment called Rapid Fire, which I'll explain in a second. Before I get there, though, I just feel like I know a lot of luck came into play for you being in Thailand for this long and even going to Thailand to begin with. But, like, anything you could say to, like, people. I know people who listen to it at our age, I may be a little bit late, but again, I've been under the impression that we only have this one life and I think everybody should take a leap, do something adventurous and all this, like any advice or you're like, pull triggers, do this. This is why living internationally can be beneficial to your life. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with two things there. Uh, living internationally is 
it should be like mandatory for everybody because you'll understand that the way that things go in your hometown, your home state country, that is just one way to live life. And there are countless ways to live your life. And when you go to another country and you see people making entirely different decisions, which you like are totally like antithetical to what happens in your culture, you realize like, oh my gosh, I'm actually in control of my life and I get to choose how I live my life every day. So when you live in another country, you get that perspective that you actually have a lot more choice in your life and you don't have to follow the cookie cutter rat race that everyone else does if you don't want to. So that's why living internationally is incredibly important. And for any, yeah. for any advice, oh, I'm about to go in there even more. I feel Let's like go, I, baby. I, I, I do, I do online, online personal training as well. So I deal with a lot of a lot of young men who are pretty, pretty unhappy for a lot of reasons. And basically, you know, if I'd say how to figure out what direction to go in your life, I'd say figure out what you're at least average at or better than average in one skill set, maximize that skill to the best of your ability, and then serve people with that skill set. If you do those things with your life, I think you're guaranteed to be moving in the right direction. You're going to feel fulfilled. Um, you're going to be a good person and you're going to have a chance to, to be, to be, be fulfilled every day and have some purpose in your life. You know, being happy every day is not what it's about. It's about feeling like you're responsible for people and you're getting stuff done and you're serving your community. Um, I'd say those are the most important things um, for people. That's beautiful. Hey, hell yeah. By the way, beautiful. by the way, what do you, what do you think I'm above average at? <laughs> we could get into that. Speaking under a table. Woo. Hey, yeah. I'll take it. Oops. Fuck it. How many people do it? Yeah. How many, how many outside of her who stinks? Like I, I'm in, I'm, I'm, stink. I'm sorry. That was rude. You stink. You just played basketball. I do stink. I just played back. Like had the, yeah, I'm so sorry. It's warm and under It's here. really warm under here. So we're going to wrap this up with something I called. I was thinking rapid. about that too. Yeah. It's called, it's, it's horbible. It's also summer, yeah. here. It's summer here. It's heating up. Um, We're going to do rapid fire. Super easy. Um, on your part, way more difficult on our part because we seem to slow it down and make it not rapid fire. Um, but essentially, I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to pick one of us. You'll say our names because this is a audio medium. So you'll have to say Ethan or Sierra. Um, first example we always <laughs> go with. First example we always go with is who? Who do you think is going to get married first? Sierra. Jesus fucking Christ! What is going on? I haven't won in weeks. He used to win that one. I used to win it all. I think it's because I'm single again. I think that's you what just, it is. You just, said, you just said you went through two girls in eight months. You're dating in LA. I'm sorry. I That's okay. a tough situation. That was that's, a tough one. I'll just, yeah, who I'll would, be honest. Who would be more successful in Thailand? Ethan, white guy. Oh. Oh. Like oh. Let's go. No, I, I mean, they'll, they'll like you. But I haven't Ethan, been chosen I mean, for that ever. Um, least likely to get in a motorcycle accident in Thailand. Sierra. Oh, I'll take it. Is that because I'm reckless this, and dangerous? I have this theory and I could totally be wrong here. And this is just me. I feel like when I go on the back of a motorcycle taxi, like a scooter taxi, motorcycle taxi, I feel like the driver's trying to prove something. They're like, oh, foreigner, I'm going to show them how they can drive here. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just... Maybe they just drive aggressively and I don't love it, but that's that's what I feel like. And I feel like they might be a little bit more careful with a, with a young lady on the back. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Who's most likely to be the better trainee of your baseball program? <laughs> Ethan. Yeah. All right. Usually people- You would like, pick a sports one. Oh, I always, I try to do the sports one and they always I pick mean, you as the joke. Yeah. The, the first time I've- I'm good at sports. You are good at freshman sport. B freshman B football. I mean, we were running 18 speed okay. option pass. Lastly, who do you think is most likely to become famous out of the two of us? The show is going to take off. I'm rooting for both of you. 
Wow, we actually, oh, honestly, we weirdly, that does, the, I don't know why it ends with the both. We don't aim for that ever, but like we we'll have, take it. we'll take, take it. it. Um, Zach, thank you so much. Again, cannot thank say you. how appreciative I am that you came and spent this time and did this with us. We love doing this podcast for this reason. Um, so I do want to give you the floor. Anything you want to promote, pitch, what you're doing, anything you have to say, this is your spot to this do it. Exit. This is your exit poll. All you. Floor is yours. Yeah, sure. I guess like my final thoughts, kind of building off of what I said before. Uh, I hope that everyone who's watching the show, you could try to find some purpose in your life outside of just uh, doing things you enjoy and feeling good all the time. Uh, you know, try to be a good person and serve other people as much as you can to find some uh, some purpose in your life. If I could recommend anything to people, especially my American friends, it's get out of that country and try doing some exploring, um, living, studying abroad, living abroad for any amount of time and just seeing that you have any choice you, you really want with your life. Um, so don't follow cookie cutter mold and do your thing. And beyond that, I would say the most important thing in life is you want to feel like responsible and feel gratitude, feel grateful for what you have in your life. If you have those things going, then I think you have a chance to, uh, to be pretty fulfilled. And I'm just going to shout it out. I don't know if uh, you're still doing it, but you have helped a bunch of people on their fitness journey. So if you are listening to this and need help on your fitness journey, please do reach yeah, sure. out. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that real quick too. I also do some online personal training. Oh, yeah. um, so if you feel like, if you feel like you're stuck and you don't really know what to do with fitness, basically what I can, what I can do for guys is I figure out what their current fitness level is, what equipment they have available to themselves, how much time they want to spend each week. And then we work on a plan with, to get actual results one-on-one -on -one with the trainer where you're constantly getting feedback through weekly meetings, getting program updates um, as needed as much as possible. And then I'm there for the accountability and to ask all the questions, uh, changing your body, changing your lifestyle. It's not that easy, but everyone can do it. All the information's online. If you want someone to kind of be there to be your guide along the way, um, I absolutely love doing it. You know, I've helped countless guys just go from being unhappy to getting into great shape. And outside of the personal training, we do some of like the, the mental fitness as well, but I don't like to pitch that as much because Guys don't like to come for that. But yeah, we got a couple spots available. And uh, if you want to get in some good shape, come on, come give me a shout. Yeah. Hit him up. We're gonna, we'll get all your socials and stuff. I, I don't know what they are at this off the top of my head, but that would be crazy if I did. Um, Sierra, anything <laughs> to wrap up here? Uh, no, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on. This was so fabulous. I love all of your insights. I agree with everything you're saying. I think everyone should get out of their comfort zone. We were saying this with Matt on our last episode just like getting comfortable with the uncomfortable and embracing everything that the world has to offer wherever you are and just making the best of what you got. So thanks for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate your guys' time. Uh, Sierra, if you make it out to Southeast Asia, let me know. Um, you I know, will. Give you a, definitely will. Yeah. And then, uh, Ethan, I just want to say really quickly, and Maddie Ice, Matt Collada, if you're hearing this, getting a text from you guys last week, two weeks ago, like made my month. That was absolutely incredible. Great hearing oh, from you guys. Yeah. Glad to hear you guys are doing well. I'm so glad I made my month just having that conversation with you. This is like I said, doing this podcast has brought in so many past relationships of mine and yours and I go way deep. We've known each other for a long, long time. Um, so this was awesome to have pre-K man. That's fucking wild. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. We're going to have to come to Thailand and we will uh, we'll talk to you soon, my friend. Woo! get none you'll get none you'll get none i can't say that it gets to me but every time i pull my head up is a flex of v you'll get none 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 you
get none, you'll get absolutely nothing Every time I get the breath to breathe, you're next to me Building up some press release to get none, you'll get none, you'll get one Oh girl Hell yeah, I'm up in this bitch, Zach up in this bitch I've arrived with a motherfucking bucket full of CDs I'm flying out my city and it's really something Bushmen, little buildings and the hills amongst them You tickets pop down Cause I'm feeling like a bigger stage A bigger wage Just coming from what's pumping in my ribcage I'm getting paid And nothing's new again I'm bragging for them dragging Now my dick again Yep, I came up out What I used to claim Back in blacker days Now I move the ball forward I'm cracking open pack of plays Dave, I'm pumped about your son, man Your one man Thank you for listening to Believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.